metal called the Faraday cage to detect radio signals bearing an electromagnetic pulse. But oh. that tinfoil hat doesn't mean crap because your brain operates under different series of electrical frequencies than our telecommunications network. See, I knew he'd know. I love Faraday cages. Good explanation. I wanted to start a business making them, selling them, but people are already doing that on the industrial scale. So if you can get Fox News to pitch it, I'm sure people will gladly buy a tinfoil Trump hat. Probably get info Infowars. But that's the wrong kind to see in the world. A real Faraday cage needs to be grounded, and it looks like a metal box. Thank you, fellow nerds. Like, I, I didn't get all the chance to go into the details of it, but I was going over the spiel, so thank you. Dude, we should get Alex Jones on this podcast. He would do this podcast. Have him call in? Have him call in. We'll be like, we're in San Francisco. want to hear you out. We, like, because he talks about San Francisco all the time. He shits on it. Oh, good. But he, but he has some... He that has some would be hilarious if, like, oh my god. I wouldn't even want to shit on him. I would want to hear what he has to say about the coronavirus, because, like... Oh, no, because comedically, he's hilarious, which is why Rogan has him on, because he's a gold mine to like no, Rogan has them on because they're friends. They're, they're buddies who go back a long time. Like, they were friends when Rogan was starting the podcast. Before he even did pod one, they knew each other. Well. Yeah. And Joe likes him. Like, he's 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 defended him a, a lot of times. They were doing the pod when it was a cephalopod. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm going to go shoot myself later for that joke, but. You, why would you shoot? Oh, shoot, shoot. In the foot. In the foot. I thought in his yeah, pants. Yeah, no. I'm in Iraq and want to get out of here. <laughs> no, you gotta shoot yourself. Don't in you the talk about my brothers like that, Shane. I'll come get you. You have. You better take you them. Have, you my uncle guns? was a doctor in the army. He said that he was treating a bunch of gunshot wounds from a foot sweat at some point. I yeah, it's it. because Taliban are shit shots. They don't count for bullet drop. Don't propagate the the ganda. Don't propagate the ganda. Don't propaganda. Should have done that in my Gandalf voice. <laughs> oh no, this is gonna be an awesome time for propaganda. People are mm. so bored and confined. They have so time to go down news. a six-hour rabbit hole. Yeah. So much fake news. Gandalf was the pro. Gandalf was the Uncle Sam of of the Shire. He was propaganda. Propaganda. <laughs> he, he was the Bernie Sanders of the Shire. Hallelujah. A wizard. A wizard is never late. He arrives precisely when he needs to. And, <laughs> and Bernie Sanders fun. always looks like he's perpetually late for a meeting. He's always just disheveled <laughs> enough that it's like, I, I looked, they, they messed up my <laughs> alarm clock. He does that look on purpose. <laughs> that look gets some pussy in Vermont. Well, he does have late for work hair. Speaking about pussy with you. I love pussy. <laughs> I, I love it when Larry David plays Bernie Sanders. That is <laughs> a, a, appropriate um, casting. It's like Baldwin is Trump. It's just the two fits perfect. Mm -hmm. I've seen better Trump. I thought Alec Baldwin's impersonation of Donald Trump was very untasteful. <laughs> untasteful. Very untasteful. <laughs> I don't. Sam's a master of the language. Let him make up his words and believe them. He says them with such conviction. Oh no! I I got a blank notebook out. I'm I'm learning new words all all of a sudden. I love it. Jen's ripping those things. So what are you going to do to occupy your time during spring break if you're locked indoors? Um, luckily, we are confined to our homes, but not to our minds. So oh. I got leaves 
it, then we'll see how far I can shoot my mind into the stratosphere. He's gonna go psychonaut. Other than that, I got an EP I'm trying to record and a longer book that I've been writing. So, I got that, and then when I start running out of mind-altering substances, then I'll panic. But Which ones are you doing now? Um, right now, just a little in the clouds, I want to be responsible. But as soon as I get the go-ahead to bit not be an adult anymore with the schoolwork, it is open season on my mind. Oh, good. <laughs> No brain cell left, so. Yeah, I like nitrous. Uh, hopefully I'll have some beautiful tunes, some funky stories, and I can get back on a mic and start telling jokes in person. <laughs> when the, <laughs> That's soon enough, but. Still. Yeah, how are y'all getting through this? I can, glad you're not letting things stop you and continuing this pillar of culture and society and sanity that y'all are operating. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel mean, like it's we're to me as like the supermarket because I've talked more about this on YouTube than I have been outside. Oh, so. yeah. Well, I mean, we I want to keep the phone lines open for people four one five 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 zero zero five one one just so they can come in and feel like of they. Of course, I appreciate the human contact. Oh so. well, that and just we I want people to like you know tell us what's going on with them and what, but media outlets yeah. are considered essential. So, I mean, it's I mean it, it's saying that. The only thing I'm saying by keeping it open is, like, I don't know, comedy's essential to me. I don't, I didn't, I don't know how essential it is to everybody else. And it's the know. only reason I, I've survived. Or, or you know, what's more essential than even comedy for me? It's, it's stage time and the opportunity that I could possibly be saying something that someone could listen to. And I want to leave that open so that we don't have to, like, be in an echo chamber of whatever Netflix makes us think about. Anyway. Thanks Thank for calling for in, Shane. Thank you for the conversation. Yeah. Stay well, safe, y'all. We'll yeah. Good luck with your uh, school things. Yeah. Okay, bye. 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 All right. So, all right. Here we are, Eaton Lady. With Aaron Atkins, with Shane Kinnock, Aaron Carroll. That's pancakes. It's cold in here. I'm sorry. I can get a little space heater. Oh, are you climb up there and close the window? Oh. Is that our ventilation right now? Oh, no, it's upstairs. Up the window is, I think, open, but you have to climb up the ladder. It's a big pain in the ass. Is that an accident, or is that just no, a that's No, that's just, yeah. We are here. He just leapt up it like a gazelle. <laughs> you know who I'd like to, uh, speaking of master classes, I'd, uh, I'd like to watch the Steve Martin um, master class. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh. comics should go on in on that business. The comics should go in on what? Uh, buying a subscription to Masterclass. Oh. Once and I heard if you like buy one Masterclass, you like have them all. I guess. Oh. Um, you have access to all of them. So. Why not? Yeah. Go in. I on would. That. But then if if it's like. I'm going to log in right now, and I'm going to log in for like 30 minutes, or I'll say when I'm out, they're probably going to find out if we're logging in five times at the same time simultaneously. I should make, I, I'm sorry, I was listening to you, but then not listening to you, because I was like, oh, master class, I was making pop-pops then, and I was like, oh, I should make some pop-pop for tomorrow. That would be fun. Well, YouTube, until further notice, 
Yeah, and I doubt you can buy pop and pop off there. That's gonna make it. The people who make gourmet um, uh, commercial food, like mm-hmm. Cheetos and and uh, Hostess Ding Dongs, they uh, they make gourmet, and they're they're only on YouTube right now. Yeah. They don't need a whole master class. Sam's rearranging. Who gave Sam the Adderall? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he wants to lay down. Oh. He's a bicycle messenger, so okay. he needs a rest. There you go. <laughs> Is that a rest? Is that a breath from, like, running upstairs? Let's see if we can figure it out. There it is. Wow. So Sam, oh. how you feeling? Feeling good? Feeling bad? You're listening to MutinyRadio.fm. Like feeling like a slice of butter and melting over a warm pile of contracts. <laughs> Is that a Matthew McConaughey I'm feeling reference? pretty good. All right. I want to do a better Matthew McConaughey. Body. But I think he'd be mad eventually. Of what? Of my impression of him when I meet him eventually. Oh. Yeah, so you're just making sure you that you dare laugh at that. Yeah, I had a dream that I was riding a big wheel down the street in a suburban neighborhood, and a limo drives by, and it's Kevin Bacon. Yeah, see, it wasn't even Matthew McConaughey. What, what it was era Kevin Bacon? What era Kevin Bacon? But but clearly I tol- from Quicksilver. From Quicksilver, mm-hmm. hell yeah, absolutely. I told Kevin Bacon my dream. He's like, you know what? Let's do it, man. But that I, I think of um, Tremors version of uh, Oh Tremors. Yeah. Another phone stress. call. Yo, Pam, can I rip rip an absolutely ridiculous call right now? I won't have it. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Should have put a mic on that. <laughs> These pants are so thin. <laughs> These pants are so thin. That was just shit air. <laughs> I, have I just confettied that. I have sand food particles in my mouth. <laughs> no, oh I don't. I don't. I can't smell anything. You tell me if you smell something. I have no idea. We're infected Caller. now. Caller, you're on the air. Hey, have you guys seen Happy Feet the movie? Have we seen Happy Feet the movie? Yeah, of course. I haven't. Yet. It has to do with penguins. Pretty good movie. Yeah, solid movie. It is a, a solid movie. Uh, who's uh, who is this? It's Aaron. Oh, it's Aaron again? Yeah. No, it's not. This is a completely separate adult man. Uh, Look more. Just wanted to weigh in on Happy Feet. Happy Feet. So well, thank you for calling. Yeah. Luther. No, no get problem. Pam, get this fucker off there. Let's get Aaron back on. This guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> No one's called. I didn't hear the booming. We're appreciating your call so far. What are you doing to stay sane while you're locked inside? Oh. Oh. Did we lose him? We lost him. He buzzed buzzed us back. Caller. Caller, you're on the air. I just got done watching Happy Feet. Okay, Happy Feet. Just (laughs) got done watching Happy Feet. That was quick. That was a really good movie. (laughs) He learned about himself. The penguin did? Did he learn he's a penguin? Yeah, thought he was a human the whole time, right? That was his deal. Did he learn how to surf? 
Which one is it? Which, which that's, that's not that. That's not Abby Street. Did he Abby have Street a special pebble? What's that one called? Dude, I used to know a girl who liked to get dressed up and that's, pretend that's to get fucked. That's surfed up or something. <gasps> so you're watching movies to stay sane while you're walking inside? Actually, I'm reading a book. Good. That's what you, good. What are you reading? Reading um Happy the Shipping Dude by Anthony Doyle. <laughs> well, I didn't. I couldn't hear you over Pam's unreal joke. <laughs> what was that joke? Is it Happy Feet? <laughs> That's what I, 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 I fucked uh, it up how she said it, but <laughs> she said. Well, yeah, I, I'm reading uh, The Shipping News, very acclaimed novel. Uh, you know, just whatever. Just kind of gives you some, some brain What's it to, called? Uh, just to think about some big, humongous questions. What's it called? The Shipping News. The, the Shipping, shipping News. news. Who's the author? She wrote Brokeback Mountain. Who did? Oh. Yeah, but she's also amazing. Took one to Pulitzer. Is it a sexy book? Is it a sexy book? Is there a lot of cowboy on cowboy butt sex? No, no, no. It's about family. So. Oh. Uh, it's a little about bit of butt sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, what are you reading, Pam? I know you're reading more literary than I. Am. I finished rereading um, Bill Hicks's biography by somebody else who wrote it last oh. week, and then I've been writing a lot, so I haven't been reading a lot. But I read a cookbook, and you read a cookbook. I sometimes I read cookbooks like they're regular books because because I I I absorb the information in them and I think about the ideas of the ratios they're putting together to make whatever they're making, and then I think about other things I could do. Anyways, I enjoy reading cookbooks. Interesting. So yeah, and then I reread ones, and it like Alton Brown has a really good one. Anyway. The Joy of Cooking, is it that one famous The Joy of Cooking, is it? I would rather read, if I'm going to read like a fancy book, I'd rather read the Thomas Keller um, French, French Laundry book hmm. over and over, because it's like, I don't know, it's a good one, <laughs> and the pictures are really pretty, yeah, and, it, and it makes me think, like he's weird the way he puts food together, he, there's always story in his food, so I like that kind of cheeky idea. Anyway. I love French culture. Anything yeah. that like kind of takes, I feel like cooking would be a good way to do that. But anything that takes like French culture and puts it in that really romantic light, just <sighs> je ne sais quoi. Uh, the French laundry is mm. amazing. It's like um, you go for lunch and it's like four hours long and it's like seventeen courses long and they, wow. it's crazy. And then I, it's but it's it's ridiculous. It's so expensive. I. I, it was like seven hundred and fourteen dollars, like for two people. Whoa! With with, with paired wines and, n I mean, a gratuity was <laughs> of course included. <laughs> it was crazy, but that was that was at Thomas Jesus. Keller's restaurant in, in the um in New York per se. I thought it was here. You, well, no, there. French Laundry's here, but I didn't go to French Laundry. I went to the sister. It's the same restaurant basically. It's just in New York, and it's called Per Se. Same menu. You I got to wave at the. Hmm? You there? No, because he was you in. Were vibing. He was in <laughs> Napa, but I got to wave at the live stream in the kitchen at Per Se because the guy was like, I was such a fangirl, and I was just so excited about every single moment that I was there, and he was like, come back with me in the kitchen, and he let me wave at the live stream of Napa, and, and I got to go walk through the kitchen and see them prepping for dinner, and it was really exciting. So, yeah, I know. When was this? Um, Like 2006? Long time ago. 
but the uh, Half-Life and the memory is still pretty vivid for me, so I don't mind spending that money. Yeah. Like, it was... When I had my little flog rock horse, this was crazy, right? So there were two different flog rock ones. One was hot and one was cold. And the cold one, they kept bringing out new brioche. So the brioche bread would come out and be toasted, and they took it away. And then they brought back more. And I was like, why are you taking away the toast? And he says, well, it has to be warm so that the foie gras will melt. Uh. And so you can't have cold brioche. Mm. How would you do that? And then there was a salt well-like platter, and it had like 12 different kinds of salt, and they were all in their own little cute little tiny itty-bitty cute thing with an itty-bitty spoon, and they were all different. And Oh, God, it was so great. And they like described them all. It, it was just, I mean, every detail was just like, Stupid and over the time. It was like going to a play just for me. So you're vegan now. Amazing. I love I love foie gras. Anyways, I've bored I've bored four everybody. Feet of duck? What about duck? Isn't that when they force feed a duck? Lots of goose. Or a goose. Or a goose. Oh. Yeah, but oh. they like to be force fed. I've seen them when you not the ones. I don't I don't agree with the ones where they take their flippers and they nail them down to the ground. I don't like that. That's mean. But oh my god. I know that's terrible. That sounds but the ones I like are the ones where you ring a bell and they come running and they open up their little their little mouths and then you, goose. you put a little thing in their gullet and it's got it and they siphon down all this food and they're like ah, 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 and they're oh. so happy they run for it and they love it. So you force feed them at the end of their lives and then when you yeah. murder them their their livers are all fatty and amazing. Oh my god! I thought it was just from birth. No, it's just you let them be like a regular animal and then at the end of their yeah, lives you like feed them feed them a lot. And then, you know. Like, stuff fooded them, like, like compacted in there. Mmm. Yeah. Ugh. And you murder them, and you eat them. You know, every now and then I have, like, these, this epiphany moment, you know, having grown up vegan, walking through the supermarket now, and just, like, a regular meat-eater person, I'm fine with everything. But every now and then I have, like, these dystopia moments where I'm just going through the frozen food aisle, and there's a Purdue bag of, like, apps, snackitizers or whatever, and it's a chicken wing. It's the arm of an animal and it's like this fucking tiny shriveled up weird miniature (laughs) mangled animal part dude it's just that's dystopian to me sometimes how our food comes from yeah did you read the whole they're so good though have you tried them they're so good and that's exactly what's worse about them but i'm good about them did you read the whole divergent series at all because it's all set in chicago no, yeah, I didn't read it. It's like dystopian and in Chicago. Oh my God, that's so. I was just thinking about that. Wow. Because mm. it has. I read um. I read some fucking John Green novel about Chicago, and that's like. And I was like, I could live here. Oh. So. Yeah. That, and now you're there. And now you're gonna die there. Just kidding. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not, sorry. No, I'm moving away in like three months. You've just been preparing your act on that. Have you done it yet? I'm like draft number eight. Oh, wow. It's made up of tons of jokes that I've done in the past and I know that work, but it's, at the end of the day, it's got to be 20 pages. It's got to be like a short story. It's got to be like a monologue. We'll see. Let's see. I'm going to release it as a podcast, too. I'm going to release it as like a little oh, cool. audio-only thing to hear on like Spotify and shit. That's great. Let's say that we stay locked down for the next three months. Where are you going in that case, I, don't, I think they would just defer my, because what my 
unless the fringe. It all depends on the fringe. Um, but I'm going overseas for the fringe, and then I'm also going overseas for my college, so I can it makes things a little easier. Oh yeah, um, that's really smart. So I can capitalize because I can tour the show right afterwards, and that's how I can make. That's where shit could really start moving, because you know, and I have to be in the UK. My but that's what my visa depends on too, right? Yeah. So if they, if I I can defer my enrollment to like spring 2021 theoretically, but I could not. You know, it wouldn't be for the same reasons as you know following the fringe if the fringe is canceled, or if, right. it's, po- if it's postponed at the same time, then it would be okay. But if they don't coincide, then I don't get to. All the moving pieces to come together there. My cousin's in Italy. Oh, how does he like it? He's loving it. He's over there for college. University of Edinburgh. Yeah. That's amazing. That's such a beautiful campus. It's right. It's like medieval times. Shit is gothic as fuck. Gothic as fuck. Just so you know, Sam has figured out this strange configuration. He's like a cat. He's got, like... He's lying down right now. He's lying. He's got this weird contraption set up with the microphone. It's, like, dangling above him like a flaccid dick. Is Pancake still there? Yes. Yeah. Hi, Pancake. Hey. How's it going? Doing good. Surviving. Just chill. Surviving. It's all going to be okay, or is it? Just just do TikTok dances into oblivion. What about oblivion? Let's just do TikTok dances into oblivion. <laughs> this everybody. I mean, you must be in heaven because everyone can TikTok from their room. It doesn't matter. You could learn every TikTok dance that ever danced. True, true. I've only learned two, but I did learn oh, a new one. I learned a, uh, I learned a little, a little improvisation on the uh, say so. I wish I could show it to you now. You're just gonna have to imagine me doing some dope ass shit. <laughs> That's what I love about audio. I can imagine cool. all kinds of dope ass shit. <laughs> You're dropping the gems here, Sam. <laughs> don't, so, don't drop the veil. Yeah, lifting the veil, dropping the gems. Oh. <laughs> all of my, all of my repeated lines come out as my diatribe comes closer and closer to singularity saying the same thing <laughs> okay Aaron Aaron check your phone fuck Sam we can't be leaving out America right now uh, give him the uh, dude alright I'll tell you I'll tell you guys what happened this is kind of fucked up but today I recorded a, a video pic. what it's a dick vid huh oh, oh you're vomiting yeah yeah I, I, I fake vomited in front of I ate this big chocolate so my vomit would go faster. And I just had kind of like a coughing fit in front of them. Just fucking around. But like, they were shook. You what co- time did you do this and where were you? I love that you did this. Though. You're sick. I don't want to say where it was. You are sick though. You have, you have a problem. <laughs> it was a crowded area. It was though. a couple. <sighs> what, and you videotaped them? Yeah, I want to see it. You're such a hooligan. <laughs> okay, I'm pressing play. I have to. I don't know how things. Give work. me it. Let me turn the volume. No, no, no. 
It's a TikTok shit. No. Okay. It's not TikTok, bro. People are like, we're gonna walk around. It's no one in the city. It's so romantic. Everyone's got their cameras out. They're sh- they're all shooting on film. Wait, they you bring one roll of film with them. Time to go to uh, Lombard and go down. We could be spreading it just by spitting on the sidewalk, because we won't know for two weeks if we have it or not. We can do wood. Oh yeah. Walk, get it on your boots. Put your boots on the chair. No, your <laughs> the pillow, the pillow on the couch. Yeah. You flip the pillow over. Yeah. Bam. And then fuck it. Fuck the pillow. Well, it's also uh, don't fuck the pillow. Well, how long? Don't fart on the pillow. I'm gonna anyway. find out how long it lives on the surface. It lives for nine days. That's nine. what I've heard. I've heard conflicting things. Nine days and also what was the other one? Who I think it's nine. Days. It's it obviously averages depending on the surface and the, and the coefficient of the surface. Surface temperature. Big words. Feel me, dog? Dude, they're listening. Who's listening? The coalescence of the zeitgeist, bro. Yeah. The the search engine was listening to us. The search engine was listening to us? Yeah. What did it at? What did it say? I just said, how long does Yay, the another coronavirus... Yay, another audience member. I'm like, oh my god, why are they... How long does the coronavirus... <laughs> and it said... Last on the surface. Oh my dear God! Uh, you're listening to Mutant Media FM. We have Aaron Atkins on the phone from Chicago. Donate Hello. to a hospital or us. Pancake is here. Sam is here. I'm here. We are definitely maintaining distance, but Sam did rip a huge fart that I did not smell. So mm. the poo particles are in all of our mouths. I now. don't smell. I was lying down and my legs were spread you open. Got so it was so. It was such an airy fart. It like barely even made a, It barely even made like a. <laughs> like one of those. If you listeners at home would like a set of the Smell-O-Vision package from Mutiny Radio, just send it to our Venmo. Yeah, Mutiny Radio. What if you got fart Jardia? Fart Jardia? What then, huh? What if you got Jardia from a fart, huh? Oh, like an airborne form of Jardia? You know, you could... Yeah, that's an interesting concept. You could definitely get pink eye. I think you could get pink eye from a fart. Yeah, my homie made his dog blind from farting on it so much. <laughs> That's fucked up. It's really mean, but the qua- the they just quantity. kept farting on it, dude. I've I always tried to write a joke, but it never worked about how much actual shit little sisters have eaten because their big brothers like, um, you know, Dutch oven them and fart in their mouths. Yeah, but with the advent of ass eating, like fart charity, fart. With the advent of ass eating, it's a little sexual to shove your little sister's nose into her anus and then. Pull the trigger. Like it's it's just it's like dry humping for ass eating. Wow. So it makes it kind of incestual. Before the days of ass eating, 
like in the 80s and 90s, you could just slam your little sister's face directly <laughs> in between your ass cheeks, <laughs> so much so that she couldn't even breathe, and then fill all the air that she could breathe just with fart, and then she inhales it because she has no other choice. She's going to suffocate, you know, and that's and that's how you end up in a mental hospital. Little sister, yeah, but that the question really comes down to how much actual shit do you give your younger sibling? Okay, so coronavirus can survive on a surface for up to twenty four hours. Oh, all right. I don't. I don't believe any. Everything is. That was the New York Times. Oh, two hours ago. Okay. With a revision. All right. Maybe I'll believe it. Probably not that bad. So this is this thing's this thing's a lot better than we thought. Not just for Lurking. Lurking. Right, we can't talk about Juries it. Juries don't like the word lurking. Oh, <laughs> Our cough. Luring. luring. Luring or That's lurking. That's a side effect. Our cough. Oh. Oh, jeez. Our cough will linger in the air aloft for six feet. Twenty We lost him. I we lost Aaron. We bored him. We bored him to death. We bored him. Sorry. Well, maybe that maybe the ass eating. Ass eating. I can't believe I you weren't vibing with that Aaron if you were eating ass. <laughs> never. I've never eaten ass. Maybe his girlfriend. There's all kinds of things that could have happened. Can I use a lifeline? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna make a poll on uh, Instagram. Uh, I'll give him some options. And then I can call someone. I can uh, call you. No. <laughs> okay. I can call. We can call somebody. Yeah, you know, you can always plug into that co- external cord for too and play a phone call. Let's see if some celebrities call. like. Four one five 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 zero zero five one one. We don't have to. Celebrities numbers leaks 2020. How oh about my that? god, do you want to call him? Let's call Keanu. Keanu Reeves? His number was just leaked. <laughs> <laughs> you can plug it in. <laughs> I can't. No, I have a, I have a Google phone. Oh, dead air. No, well, there's music. I can hear it. So it's behind us. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're listening to MutinyRadio.fm. Give us a call, 415-550-0511. We are live on the air. We are yeah, here maintaining social distancing. We're all Being stand-up good. comics. You can be listening on our app. We've got a lot of fruit like here, app, and you shouldn't come here. But, but you should call. Like 415-550-0511. But uh, yeah, we're a media outlet, so we're essential. So tell us why you're essential. What's essentially keeping you alive right now? Check the uh, the chat. Twitch chat. The what? The chat on Facebook. I don't have a chat. No, nothing's ding ding for me. Oh, it would ding ding for you. Yeah. Nope. Nothing. Um. Yeah. Sh- Shane Kenny said the line is busy, and it's like, well, Aaron Atkins was on. That's the thing about our landline; it only has one. Yeah, I mean, we have a landline. That's exciting for the apocalypse. We could call somebody I know. 
whatever. Another ass blast. You can, if I mean, Sam, you make all your own choices as an adult. You can fart anywhere you want. I, like I said, no sense of taste or smell, so can't even like uh, even conceptualize anymore what farts used to be like. Oh, it'll be so exciting if I get my sense of smell back and the very first fart I smell, I'll be like, oh my god, I can smell something. <laughs> so exciting. You'll mm. already be smelling at that point. Well, I right. The earth. Who knows when it's gonna come? Four one five 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 zero zero five one one. Click yes. I wish I was more clear. That would make me clear palatable. Um, you gonna fix your microphone, or are you just gonna keep it all however you want? You know, I have a problem with San Francisco. I feel like they just fill the the apartment with them on and off when they should be on and off to make it look like the city's still full of people. So no one's really no one's really there. In some places, yeah. And then they just let people move out and they keep it looking like it's full and then they let the last person move out and then they can do whatever they want with the buildings. Um, but that's still like working with like the the people you've lost me uh, developers that want to do something with the land the property the lot I'm talking about Octavia and Market they're gonna yeah you know that area there's still Christmas lights up yeah yeah the Christmas lights are still up in an apartment just off of Octavia on market and so? why haven't they taken it down <laughs> it's the, it's the it's end nice. of February nice. the beginning nice. of March yeah I mean one time I kept a um, I made a gingerbread house and I kept it until June because it it didn't fall apart it just got harder with age. it was so fun I loved that gingerbread house but that's on the inside of the house it was on the inside of the house yeah you didn't have Christmas lights Windowsill. I suppose that leaving Christmas lights up is a waste of energy because there's no ne there's no reason to have all that extra electricity going through anything. But I don't know why why put them up and take them down. Seems like a lot of extra work for no reason. Well, you gotta put oh, in. Oh, look, put he's in just effort. trying. He's trying so hard to get comfortable with me. You know what, Pam? I need to grow the largest work ethic anyone in my generation has ever had. You can do it. So I can be one of these fat cats up in the uh, ivory tower. You're off mic. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them what we, you said. Something about work ethic pills they sell at gas stations. Oh, for my uh, genitalia? For work ethic. They do that now? No way, I dude. I think they also call it yerba mate. That five-hour energy? What is that? <laughs> um, let's take some 
some uh, photos for the gram with these masks on. Day two into the quarantine. Day two. Day two. Day two into the corona. I'm, I'm okay with that. Just here at Mutiny Radio. I'm not putting a mask on. Just for a photo. I'm not putting photo. a mask on. You can take one from the it's middle. Symbolic for corona. It's symbolic. Yeah, it's, it's symbolic. Exactly. It's the, the symbolism of not giving in. You know when I got the these masks? I bought them when there was a fire. $700. I bought them when there was a fire. Remember? Yeah, I do in Santa Rosa. There yeah. were two of them. There was one one year, and then there was another another year. And you're like, why would there be two fires in Santa Rosa? And then you're like, oh, uh, maybe it has to do with PG&E. Yeah. But then they covered it. Oh. Well, PG&E has been doing enough for what they did with San Bruno. Well, PG&E is a monopoly, and I, I thought... What did they do with San Bruno? Can you talk into the mic? There was a um, there was an explosion, an underground explosion on San Bruno. Yeah, gas yeah. leak. A lot of people died. I think it was like 25, 50. I don't want to say. Yeah, we don't want to spread spread fake news. At least 15, I think. And then the animals that ran her things down. Oh. But it was a sudden eruption, you know. It went up like a powder keg. So, I believe it was. Sorry, I, I believe it was. PG and E though is a monopoly, and it's silly that we're allowed to have monopolies. Uh, What's wrong with you, Sam? He's just gonna. He's just gonna moan. He's just gonna do soft little bear sounds into the microphone. Some new ASMR. It's like the hibernation channel or something. You know. He's just gonna make sexy bear sounds into a microphone. He's <laughs> 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 gotta do it into the microphone for it to work. <laughs> I need a liquid for this. Afraid of all the the food running out, we gotta we gotta hoard here. Bring your don't come here. Call in four one five 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 zero zero five zero. Feels better. Not on me, no. Why would I have butter on me? I guess that's a fine question. Because you said <laughs> to, to have it last time. Yeah, I was supposed to. It's on my hand. I'm supposed to pick it up. And he brought it. my bread from yesterday. You wouldn't know to bring oh. the butter today. Is that, is that my pot bread? Oh, that's exciting. That's really exciting. I'm going to open one of these three fortune cookies, and I'm going to see if it has anything to do with what's happening. No, right they now. all have the same fortune. They're from Bernicier. Oh. And they say, you have STD, get tested. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, I knew it. Whoa. <laughs> I I'm sorry, I lifted the veil. That was... Because then he would have opened one and it would have been like, that's weird. <laughs> I have an STD. Yeah, that seems too. That seems too strange. Let me open another one. And Sam see needs to do stand up so badly that he's in. The and then he would open the second one. He created his own stage. He would open the second one. He would open the second one. I have an STD. Oh shit! Now it's really real. He's right. I would have described that exact scenario. 
He's created his own stage in the studio. He's got he's got great lighting. That's he's chosen great lighting. Oh, let me take a picture. And he's of that. doing stand up. That seems that seems a little far fetched. Let me ask you guys a question. <laughs> Have you ever you ever been walking, right? Tell me about it. Like walking down the street. <laughs> Wait, it's not just about walking. And then you fart, right? <laughs> and then you can't you can't get a sense of how your fart smelled because you're walking faster than your fart. So you turn back around, you start walking the other way to get a good sniff at it, you know? Act like you forgot something, you pat in your palm. Oh, shit, well, what did I forget? But then you realize you walked too, too far past the <laughs> fart to even smell the fart in the first place. So you got to act like, oh, you I found it, what I was missing. Walk back in the other location. And then finally you can get a sniff, but it's all in vain because you've stirred up the air too much. <laughs> you know? You can't get the full smell profile. I mean, everyone else on the bus can get it, but, but, you guys <laughs> never experienced that. I've been there. I've I been miss. There. I miss As the a smell. Man. Yeah. I miss the smell of my own farts very much. I do. I miss that. And I will say, when they were meaty. Okay. I got oh, I got a compliment. I got a compliment on your punchline of my joke. So I, it's officially switching. Sweet. Yeah. So thank you. You are officially in my set, pancake. I'm officially a joke writer. Yeah. Sam's in my set too. He gave me the tits thing. There's a couple things I used that you gave me. And the, I don't think you ever used this, but when you you're like, when you tell a story about what would happen if you never got that baby aborted and he lived and he died at 17 of a heroin overdose, oh, right, 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 and you right. find some silver lining in it, the silver lining could be, he's an organ donor and I needed a new liver, so it uh, ended up not oh, working out that you've bad. You've never told me that before. That's a really yeah, good yeah. Guy. I told you that upon to uh, I OMG. I remember him telling you that. I was I was it back when I was still drinking? Yeah, yeah you had yeah, an IPA. Oh, okay. So, and I wouldn't, maybe I don't remember. I, did I not write it down as such a jerk? You liked it at the time, if I remember. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. I do like that. I will you know, get my notebook and write it down. It's times like these. 17 year old, 17 year late term abortion. It was an organ donor. Oh. I need a new liver. Yeah. Yeah, okay. The island with Ewan McGregor. Can't say it that seriously though. I can say it anyway. Don't I want don't to use say your it. podcast voice. I can say it any way I want to say it, Sam. No, I, I think <laughs> I'm taking over this bit. I think I'm gonna write it for you. Are you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're gonna take over the joke that I've already written and mm -hmm. just give me. But you probably you before I even started line. stand up, you wrote that. Oh, I wrote that 17 year late term abortion joke like five years ago, and I wasn't funny enough to make it work. And then two years ago, I just started being like. I was looking through old notebooks, and I found that joke, and I was like, holy fuck. And I, I was funny enough to make it funny, and now it's it's thing. But now I just got a new tag, so thank you. Nice. Yep. Joke workshop. I know. Wow. Even, even, mm -hmm. even I have things comedy. to learn. No, I have so many things to learn. I've been and I've been working harder lately. So these motherfuckers is gonna get stale out here. Not the bread, but the comedians. Yeah. Love the best. Yeah, if they don't come in. Yeah. And you know, you know what I believe after this? I've been hearing so much that uh, that comedy is gonna die after, you know, during this whole uh, crisis that we're having. But I, I think it, it we're gonna have a, a resurgence in our uh, entertainment. You know, uh, pe people are gonna wanna go out. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they're gonna this. understand what they've been missing. They're gonna go to Disneyland. They're gonna go out to yeah, live sure. entertainment. They're gonna. This is the year of the arts. Strip clubs, yeah. 
I can't believe the that it, they, they're staying open. A lot of strip clubs are actually staying open. Yes, because they're theaters. Oh. Yeah. Oh, they're what? I don't think I don't think they, they, they say it. But a few days ago, when they canceled bars, that they di- they hadn't canceled theaters by that point. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. But now they. Mark Neuer p- pointed that out to me. Yeah. It's like the biggest place to start with. Closing down. No, no, I mean, not at all, because there's distance. <laughs> not there's in a lap dance, there's not. No, not in a lap dance, but when they're on the stage, there's distance. Obviously, <laughs> you just have to shut down the lap dance. Imagine twerking on someone in a biohazard suit. <laughs> <laughs> right show, me, show me that ass, and you got to move the biohazard suit with the face, the clear part See, of the face. I thought I needed stage time, but Sam really, really, <laughs> really, really needs it. He's like... He's like a little fiend. He's like a little, like a little heroin addict. He's yeah. <laughs> Were we talking about movie theaters, live theaters, both live theater, movie All theater? All theaters now. Nobody. We're we're not supposed to group in like more than at least what we learned that there was one country. They said five people. We're under five right now. We're fine. When did we? When did oh, we that's my that's my boy back now. Oh. That's Benny Bags of shit. Hi. Hi, caller. You're Hello. on the air. Hey, Bags. This is, this is my friend Ben. Benny Bagnell from college. We were in the same fraternity together. This is the big reveal for, th- for that I was in a fraternity. You're wi- Benny, you're with me, Pam, the, radio, the o- owner of this radio station, and Pancake. What's up, Pam? Hey, how you doing? Bags? His name is Bags. Yeah, Bags, Bags. of shit, we call him. Bags. You call me Anatoly Karpov. Daddy Aoli. Daddy Aoli. Daddy Aoli like was a real one. nickname. The Daddy Aoli. You like mayonnaise? One. You're the main uh, mayonnaise? A- Aoli is not mayonnaise. Yes, it is. It's homemade mayonnaise. It's a form of mayonnaise. It's, a form it's of got mayonnaise. like herbs and spices in it and stuff, yeah. I think. He's the main mayonnaise. It's fancy. Sam, I'm interested. Are you allowed to say that you were in a fraternity? Uh, being a, a comedian in San Francisco? Oh, I've taken shit for it for certain. Is that, is that kosher? Yeah, I've, I've told a few people about the... Uh, the, the hot sauce in the balls. The ookie oh cookie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, God, I, I feel like an ookie cookie might be even better than that. The, yeah. the hot sauce in the balls is a little, little light, a little soft. Yeah, remember uh, I was telling you guys about that? True story. Yeah. I didn't know that was hazing. I thought that was just... No oh. one's using the word hazing. It's we're just we were out. forced to put hot sauce on our nuts. Ah, that was just a Tuesday. Oh, no, you were in a place. No one they're is using the word hazing. And they're not saying any specific thing, so they're not incriminating their brethren. So no worries. But you are, uh, thanks for calling in to MutinyRadio.fm in San Francisco. Where are you calling from? Of course. Uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Philadelphia. Yeah. Wow. Windy City. <laughs> we had Chicago call yeah, earlier yeah, yeah. too. Yeah, of course. Uh, what's up? What we got? I, I was, I was. Uh, the podcast, the podcast we're doing right now. The, the theme of it is don't talk about coronavirus. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I don't, ye- I don't want to hear the word. I'm so sick of it already. Yeah. It, yeah. It's the only uh, d- uh, disease that you can spread just by seeing it. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Spreading the mind. The, the, the Oh, pancake, that terms. joke might go viral. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're just we're just hanging out here in the studio, keeping our social distance. Tell tell us anything other that we just anything other than the Lord Voldemort in the room. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I was gonna ask, are you guys six feet apart? But then I bit my tongue. We um, 
see, what have I been reading recently? Okay, so um, I recently had this thing. So my, so I have my friend, right? So this, this is someone related to the, uh, to the whole coronavirus thing, but not really. Um, so he's shipping. So I have like a bunch of stuff in North Carolina. I have an apartment in North Carolina that I was living in. I had to relocate to here. So I have my buddy going to my apartment. He basically broke in by climbing through a second-story window. Who was it? Um, which Why is did nice. you break into your apartment? To, like, pack up some, some of my clothes and stuff and, and ship it to me. In North Carolina? Yeah, this was Bernstein. Oh, Jesus. You can't ask yeah. him to break into some how, place. Call how the cops. How he climbed up into a second-story window is beyond me. It probably took him two um, hours like a sloth. Yeah, I mean, the, the saying that Jews can't climb, I guess, is not true. Um... I have heard that saying. I know. Yeah, I've heard the that Jews saying. It's a thing. It's a thing. I thought there's actually a plant called a climbing Jew. There's like a <laughs> isn't there? The climbing. Now you're just <laughs> being anti-Semitic, <laughs> that, 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 That's an ironic plant. That's, yeah. a, that's a. That's a. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Sorry. Anyway. So your friend breaks into your house in a town that you're not to send you clothes. Yeah. Okay. On my request. On my request, oh I asked him to do this. Um. Which was fine. I didn't. I didn't get. It. I didn't catch any heat from my neighbors or anything. They didn't give me any. Sh I can curse, right? That's yes, okay. you can Have swear. We're we are FCC free. You dude. can you can fuck swear all day long. Okay. Uh, cool. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah, I didn't catch any shit from any of my neighbors. Um. So that's good. Anyway, he um he has the gall, the the absolute gall to then send me a picture, of him sitting on my couch, uh, bare naked, bare ass, only a t-shirt on. Sitting on my couch. Shirt cocking. And he thinks Shirt cocking. And he thinks it's funny. He thinks it's funny. That is funny. That is funny. It's, it's kind of funny, but at the same time, I'm like, dude, I'm not going to be in that apartment for, I don't know, two, three months now? Who knows, right? Uh, and there's just going to be, like, just just another man's bare ass. Yeah, it's going to fester. Couch. It's going to grow its own microbiome, and it's, it's not, not going to recognize your bare dust, ass the, the next time you do it. To, the dust is going to collect in the crevice that is that his... He didn't take a shit bear. on your couch. He <laughs> might have farted on your couch. It's funny that you're mad about this. That's what's funny about it. I'm I am so upset. And the thing is, like, if I did it to someone else, it would be hysterical. But the fact that it was done unto me, uh, is is just it's it's mortifying. What was so, so important about these clothes? Um, I just don't have any clothes. Oh, okay. I'm like back at my parents' house. And oh. So like his favorite his favorite T-shirt from a basketball tournament in 2010 was missing. Well, I'm yeah, sure that th th that's, that's actually at his parents' house. Like, that's where that's hidden. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't know Benny Bagnelli. No, I have He no keeps them in the rotation. They are not on injured reserve. Well, Pam, you're not wrong. Those are kind of the only things I've been wearing, so. Right. Well, that's the thing. When you go visit your parents' house and you don't have any of your own clothes, there's just all this stuff from, like, weird old years past. And you're like, oh, my God. That, what in the, why are you even keeping this stuff? I don't know. I haven't. Yeah. I, I'm wearing like eighth grade graduation T-shirts and oh, yeah. old gym class shorts. It's it's not fun. Right. So so now you're bags. You get you getting any pussy with that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with the eighth no, grade I, I'm, I'm preparing for a dry streak for for the ages. Hey, you know there's a comic in San Francisco now that only goes by Will Brown because I introduced him as Will Brown one time. And it was his first. It was his first time doing it was comedy. Was his first time doing comedy. And I didn't know who the fuck he was. So I was like, eh, it's Will Brown, everybody. And now his stage name is Will Brown every time he goes up. That's great. Yeah. Have you have you learned his real name or is he just no, Will Brown? No, literally no. It, he's Will Brown. 
Okay, that kind of scares me. This guy's trying to escape something. This guy committed a murder. No, he used no. to shoot gay porn. No, dead no, ass. No, he used to shoot gay porn. And he um, he actually right before the festival, he was like, gave me his real name and his contact info, and he said, if there's like a nerdy comedian who needs a place to stay, I happen I happen to have two apartments right now, and I can help the I can help the person out. And so I um, had have that contact. I would I would shoot a gay porn with that guy for an apartment in the city right now. You gave you me the me? look like why didn't you tell me? I don't have to tell you everything. <laughs> I can so convenient. It's so convenient. <laughs> you didn't give me the like, why I'll didn't go you gay. I'll do, I would go gay for an apartment in the city. Uh, the, uh, and if we all make choices, How that's long? great. How long? Do you like five minutes max? At a I can time. make I can make another man come in five month? minutes. Five minutes a month. No one time single offer fixed cost, not a variable cost. Feel me on that eco econ joke, bags? I got that. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> You'd only go gay for five minutes. That's a, that's not a very good like exchange though. Like I'd also for the, for that for then on, I'd refer to myself as bisexual so I could get booked on shows. <laughs> no, that's a good idea. That makes sense. I got mad at someone once because um, they were on an underwear show and I didn't feel like they were really wearing their underwear. And I was like, I wouldn't go on a gay show and say that I was gay. You have done that. I've seen you do that. Wait, what's an underwear show? Are when you, you only <laughs> perform in your underwear. And so a girl I was wearing a girl was wearing a uh, bra underneath her like wife beater top and she was wearing boxers. And I said, You are not this is an underwear show and you are not wearing underwear. I don't think that you should be able to perform. That's not fair. You should have to take off your t shirt or take off the bra. Because it's just not fair. What's the mm. idea behind that? You just like bear it all, and you, you yeah, tell jokes in your underwear. That's it. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you confronted her on that? Oh yeah. Oh my god. She actually has a Netflix special now. So <laughs> anyway, that was. Oh, that was that was different. That's not a famous person. This is a person who's famous now. But I'm not gonna name drop because I don't want to. My, uh, my you don't want to plug them because they didn't wear their fucking boxers. <laughs> they don't deserve the extras, man. Uh, they already have them though. Uh, so what does your bags friend do? What do you do? He's in school. You tell him. Yeah, I'm still in school. Oh. Uh, I think I'm in year six now. So cool. I got I got like two more months, and uh, and then I'll be done. He's the last one uh, in our pledge class crossed. to graduate besides me. I'm dead last in it. Ah. Right? Yeah, I think so. Did Bernie graduate? He did. The degree in being a fucking chode. <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a DC? I mean, I've heard of a BA, but... A degree in chode? A degree in chode, sure. A BADC? Uh, <laughs> well, dude, wait. I think I just found some cross-country skis that someone put out on the trash thing. I'm taking these. I found golf clubs. I found golf clubs in San Francisco. A full set strewn about a street up in Pacific Heights. Someone had a bad one. No, it was like it, it honestly. Fuck, it, it, I never played golf again. God damn it! It was either yeah, it was either that <laughs> or but it bore the resemblance of like an, a girlfriend who had just found out her boyfriend was cheating on him, and she oh. just tossed the clubs out of the second story window. No. Tenderloin yard sale. And I took them. I took oh. the clubs. They're actually in here. They're in the studio. You're the one who. I thought the. I thought those that, that Wiseman brought those. No, those are mine. your. You, yeah. That's a sh that's your shit. You're leaving here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, that's your shit. Yeah, that's my shit. Yeah. Sam, <laughs> watch out. Pyam, watch out. He's like a parasite. Well, no, it's just that I hate it when people He's leave their shit in. in my place. It's and a good <laughs> spot. It was like tucked away. 
I, no, I, and so is it. And it's great when all kinds. You're gonna thank me when the zombies come, no, Pam, and we're bashing their fucking heads off. But with I, my that's what I was hoping iron. they were. That's what I was hoping they were there for. But when that's the thing is, you're just one person. But what if some other one person goes, well, I'm gonna store this here, and then some other one person says, I'm gonna store this. Suddenly yeah, there's uh, ten one people all storing. I'll give you an answer. And ten people's shit is no good. Ten people's shit is ten free things for you. I don't want your free things. People give me books, and I'm like, I don't want these books. I go put them on the corner. The, those are good though. The the golf clubs are useful for the zombie apocalypse. I've been so leaving things here? here too. What'd you leave here? I, I, I've been leaving dollar bills. Oh, dollar bills are great. Yeah. Yes, please leave dollar bills. That's great. I um, love that. Okay. That's fine. I can take them back. No, 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 no! Don't take those back, please. Um. So there we go. But so no he's joke. gonna graduate two months, huh? Mm-hmm. Even fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. With I mean, we'll the whole, are you gonna it. graduate even with the the Voldemort? What's going around? I mean, I, I, it, it seems like, uh, I don't know, maybe it, they might do like a virtual thing, so I might have to make like a sim character, walk him across the stage, like a virtual stage, we'll see. Oh, oh that'd be crazy if there, there was virtual graduation. Dude, I wish. You could probably get a good uh, commencement speaker there. if they agreed to do it virtually. Right? <laughs> yeah. You yeah. could get, you could get Tupac. <laughs> You could get virtual Tupac yeah, to give yeah, your yeah. Like commencement speech. Whoever the gorillas are, let's just have the gorillas, the band. Oh, yeah. that's great. Or MF yeah. Doom, yeah. bags, MF it's Doom. It's so funny because we're playing them in the background. And did you know Wait, that? Wait, MF Doom's a real person, Sam. Yeah, but he wears the mask all the time. Yeah. MF Doom and Bane. How, th- that's, a, th- that's a remix. There's a joke there somewhere. There's something there. Are you, do you do stand-up comp- Did Was Sam funny in college? Uh, Sam was funny in college. Did he um, do? Did he do hooligan co- things? Did he break things for no reason and put co- stickers on constantly. things that he shouldn't? Constantly. He was making a constantly. scene at lots the restaurant. Of, lots of hijinks. Lots of there was a whole lot of hijinks going on for sure. Coughing and throwing up in front of strangers to oh, scare I mean, them. Oh, I'll, I'll send you this video, bags. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I think you sent that to me earlier. Yeah, but now you can keep it forever. Okay, well, because you just like Snapchatted that. it earlier, so it only lasts for ten seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Did they give you the dirtiest look in the world? Oh, uh, they, their pants were shit, but I also got out of there pretty quickly because it was right outside of a drop. Like a yesterday, yesterday somebody told me that coughing is like the new N word, and I and I and oh. I felt like that's very true. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, in these times that we are living in. Yeah. Have you cough. <laughs> he mentioned it. Every time he met anybody mentions it, I'm gonna honk the horn. Do you have assignments to complete? Oh, is that what we're doing? Okay, I was wondering. Well, we are Pam now. I have horn. a horn. She I have does it when there's one minute left and someone's set. Yeah, it's a thing because it's radio and we do stand-up and a lot of the programs I run are more learning-based. I honk a horn at a minute so people know what a minute feels like so they can't run. Because running the light is a huge problem for a beginning comedian, and especially the first time they go up at the punchline, if they run the light, it is going to be You're so locked. long before they get up a second time. They do not want you to run the light on your first time. That's interesting. Have you cut people off like 15 seconds before they hit their line? I would like never cut anybody off, but later I'll tell them, uh, like, be like, lay, listen to your set and see how long you ran the light. Or it's just important to know what a minute feels like. Because a lot of people, like, hear the horn or they'll get the minute light and they'll just wrap it up really quickly and they'll do like 15 seconds. But it's like, and that just you totally w- ruins the bit. Well, it can, or you just have to figure out. Like, I have a trick whenever I get the light, I, I know exactly what two jokes are a minute. Like, and I just close it out with those two jokes, and that's just the way I roll. But, you know, there's all kinds of – it's just sometimes the problem is that people want to end on a laugh, and you 
don't know what joke you're going to end on and you have a minute left. You're trying to wrap something up and you're trying to make them laugh and you don't laugh. You want to end on a laugh, so you try to tell them something again to make them laugh. But now you're running the light and it gets like, oh, no, no. And you're like digging yourself a hole <laughs> that you can't get out of. See, okay, okay. I think I would just fart into the mic if I ever got into that situation. I'd panic and I was trying to end on a laugh. Fart, on, fart into the mic? Yeah. Yeah, you just rip one off real quick. and then There, was a, girl who could queef, yeah. there, there was a girl who could queef on command and she used to do it at the brainwash and she'd get up on the... She'd get up on the <laughs> counter and she'd queef and she'd put the microphone there and she's like, that would be a thing. It was part of her set. It was very funny. Everybody knew her for it. And she died? No. There, uh, you can't die from queefing. She just. She still do that act like five years she later? Moved, well, <laughs> she was only here for the summer because she was in school in, in New York. And I think she still lives in New York and still does comedy. She was out here again for a while and she was doing shows with Zach Wiseman. But that he's kind of disappeared now too, so. Anyway, so what are you going to do after you graduate, Mr. Banks? I have zero plans. I was actually talking with family about that today. I'd like to come out west. I, I've, I've been on the East Coast my entire life. I'd like to switch things up a little bit. Nice. Thinking about coming to SF. We already got one. Harry's coming out here. He is. Yeah. He is. I can't, I can't live with him. Yeah, that would just be painful. Our, our ex, our ex <laughs> mayor, Our ex-mayor who died said, um, hey, if you're not going to make $80,000, please don't move to San Francisco. That's what Ed Lee said. <laughs> Ed Lee said I'm that. I'm not going to be making $80,000. Ed Lee said that, um, about, he said that in like 2015. He said, if you don't make $80,000, please don't move to San Francisco. You can't afford to be here. What? Okay. Yeah, right? I know, and I'm living here for so much less, but. Yeah, it, it's really, it's expensive here is the point. And who knows what's going to happen with the... <laughs> Comedies? <laughs> no, with the thing I'm that he, oh. you should not be named. Who yeah, knows what's going to yeah. happen? How can anybody make money? I, it was going to be all sorts of new industries that are going to pop up. Uh, streaming, Twitch, video games, yeah. all that jazz. Right? We're, we're definitely going to move in that direction, I think. It's going to make people a lot more antisocial, and then when the, this whole thing's done with, they're going to be like, I kind of liked when I was at home all the time. It's going to turn into a big Black Mirror episode. Well, yeah, this well, is the beginning of um, it's the Wally already. movie. This is like the pre Wally, like before the Wally movie happens when the humans oh, are 100%. just starting. 100%. I've already, I think I've already gained like 12 pounds because I've been eating all day. Because you're just sitting. Yeah. yeah. You just sit and eat. You have nothing else to do. You're just bored, so you eat. Are you not going outside? Uh, well, actually, I'm outside right now. This is the first time I'm going outside in two days. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Good for you. No. Do you play any golf? Are the are the clubs still open? Ah, uh, I, I, I'm sure they are. They should be because you definitely yeah. have social distance. Yeah, you distance definitely have social distance <laughs> when you when you're playing. <laughs> Especially if you're chipping them into the rough. It's a rich um, man's you'd sport. You'd think, you'd think, but people just aren't aren't smart, and everyone's bugging. So, I don't know. Rushing I'm to kind of I'm kind of into the whole uh, virus thing. I, I I've been saying for a while now we need to like we need to we need a good purge. I mean this isn't like a new thought or just anything. Just thin the population out. Yeah, exactly. Just like if we out. just cut off like the oldest thirty percent. I don't know how old you guys are, but we just like slice off the top thirty percent. That's so good for everyone. Shit. It would solve so well, much. Well, and shit. I was saying. I was saying, Sam, today that when everybody's parents die, a lot of people will be happy because they'll get so much money. They'll be inheriting houses and cars. and I mean, the stocks that they had are obviously in the shitter, but everything else they get Those after they die is pretty nice. 
I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm screwed because my parents already sent a letter to me and said they reversed mortgage everything so they could go on this uh, cruise to Greece for like a month and a half, which they already did, which was oh, great. Oh, yeah. And good for them. Absolutely. I'm 100% down with that, that they reverse mortgage things. Or like, And they were like, Pam, Pamela, you're not going to get anything. And I was like, yeah, 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 great. Spend all your money. You earned all your money. I don't fucking want your money. I'm a Marxist. I don't believe in passing things down from generation <laughs> to generation. Fucking use it. Go to Greece. It's a fun place. So, but all the other people will be so stoked because all their people over 70 that had all the money and all the shit are going to be like, oh, look, I got a new Victorian home on fucking Folsom Street. You have no resentment towards these people? None? I, have you? How long have you been oh, you? Well, I have resentment toward everybody. <laughs> but that's shooting no, blindly the way it's being dispensed. And you don't know who's going to get hit, you know? That's you know, not good. Not a, good. Weird, a weird thing that's fucking California's economy right now is the fact that if if your parents pass you down a house, you still pay the same property tax on it that then your p- that your parents did, so it doesn't like refresh. So if your parents bought a house in like 1990, you're paying 1990 property taxes, and they give you that house, and even if it's in San Francisco or wherever, you still pay the 1990 property taxes. Isn't that if like it's passed like down through parents? Maybe not the 1990 property taxes, but. But well, I, no, I, but it's when you. I lock think you in, when you lock in your mortgage, you that's you. When they that's when you do it. Well, it th- then, but th- I think the rates are determined based on the original mortgage, and most like if your parents. Like Prop Thirteen, that was a California thing. Prop Thirteen made it so that the property taxes didn't go up at certain times in it. Yeah. Like to help all the people who already had. But it's fucked because California's generating like not as much property tax revenue as they could be. I thought Prop Thirteen was weed. No, that was sixty-nine. <laughs> I don't remember all the details, but I remember Prop Thirteen when I was little had something to do with property taxes. And, um, well, no, I just, rich, rich people passing things down to rich people, that's, that's how everyone will be super happy in the world. All that's done. Yay. Those people aren't going to be affected by this bullshit. They're going to be indoors, locked in, in a bubble, bubble. And, <laughs> no, um, not hyperbolic. <laughs> yeah, I like hyperbolic bubble. That's actually a good band name. Hyperbolic bubble. <laughs> I like it. That's a good one. No, it was a hyperbolic echo bubble. Hi- hyperbolic echo chamber. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I like so that. So, what are you gonna do? You don't know. You have no idea what you're gonna do after you get your big degree that you've worked on for six years. You have no. Yeah, I really have like zero plans. I don't know what I want to do. I don't really have any grand ambitions. Um, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to feel guilty about that, but you know, I'm just gonna—we'll uh, figure it out. Okay, you're, yeah. Like, there's nothing. There's no burning desire of something that you're like, okay, this this no, is finally you. done. I want to do. Like oh, Benny Bagnellan in college. Benny Bagnellan in college had a startup <laughs> called Espresso, which was caffeinated peanut butter. <laughs> and he tried <laughs> to get it in, to launch with with. It was from a yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, well, it wasn't peanut butter. It was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was basically, like, caffeinated, uh, spreadable, like, dates. Dates? Um, so it was sweet. Yeah. So it was what? It was sweet, like dates. I gotcha. You know, it's supposed to be sweet, but it wasn't sweet. It tasted like shit, and that's why I didn't really oh. take off. When, in college, um, when I didn't have money, we used to take coffee grounds and put it in vanilla yogurt and just eat it straight, because we didn't have time to make actual coffee. So did I get you buzzed? Did you get like yeah, absolutely? Because you're just eating coffee. <laughs> That's fucked. That does not seem like it's good for your stomach. 
No, of course not. But you've got, you've got caffeine and worked out. Just, just, just mixing stale milk and coffee grinds. Pan nice. Pancake over here, Bags, wants to steal Tom Brady's poop because he wants to gain access to his microbiome. I like that plan. That's like, that's like right out of the movie Ted. They're Ted 2. Oh, really? Why? They yeah, steal yeah, somebody they steal they Tom Brady's sh poop? No, they steal his semen. Oh, oh yeah. that's like my joke. Yeah, Pam, Pam saying I was saying that Tom Brady should have quit the Patriots long ago and just been jizzing into a cup so that we could make a billion like Tom Brady's. Like a Kentucky Brady's. Derby horse? Like Barbara? Yeah, yeah exactly like, like fucking taking it and sending it out to all the women. Like, there's got to be the next president in that ball sack. There's some NASA scientist in there. There's probably a couple more football players. There's and at some least there's 30, definitely some 30 child molesters. Some supermodels, yeah. definitely a child molester or two. I mean, I just because you're talking kids. about just the cross section of every Tom Brady baby. I mean, there's going to be some go. weird shit in there. What's good with what's good with Brady leaving? What's your take on this? Well, I I, I hate Tom Brady with a, with a burning passion in everything New England sports. Um so Good? Is know. that it? Is it just gonna, good? I think he's going to move out your way. I think he's going to go to L.A. L.A. or um, SF? Is he L.A. or Tampa Bay seem to be the two What about the 49ers? Isn't he too old to keep playing? Or is he already like a bot, AI bot? He, I think it's more so that. I think he's just like indestructible at this point. He's not even a real person. He's like he's like a Tupac hologram. That's why nobody can, t can like sack him or whatever because he's not real. Yeah, every offseason he just like blood dopes and then gets a new arm from some like <laughs> African child soldier and they beat it up and they put it on him and he's just a cyborg of all these bits and pieces. African child forever. soldiers do have very muscular arms. AK-47 is for a heavy weapon. Big AKs all day. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Benny, if you don't have a commencement speech given to you at the end of all this, uh, you should wish, listen to um, sunscreen. Which is a oh yeah, speech. uh huh. But above all, wear sunscreen. He talks yeah. about flossing too, I think. Yeah. But yeah, it's that's a who gave that? It's a it's a fun little. They put music behind it too. It's a very popular YouTube. So we're um coming it's up next. I'm sunscreen? so excited. He's here at eight o'clock. It's fair tea of pop offs and and music mm -hmm. and um via alive here at mutantradio.fm and for just to tell people timestamp it's. Um, St. Patrick's Day, 3-17-2020, we're with Pancake, Sam Carroll, Mr. Bags on the phone. Pulling up Benny's Instagram. And uh, I'm Pam Benjamin right now. And we're, we've been podcasting to try to not talk about that thing. And uh, yeah, keeping alive here at Media. Because we, we found out, we looked it up on the, on the city. The city said it's okay for media outlets. We are essential. Essential business. Mm, essential business. It's uh, enter like media, entertainment news, whatever. This is. I just want this to be news about anything except the news. Fake news. We're a fake news media outlet. Yeah. No, we get pretty close to it. Yeah. We we rim the we rim the truth. We don't stick our tongues in it. No one wants to actually eat the truth. No one no can one handle the truth. the truth. We no one can handle the truth. It it smells like shit. The truth. <laughs> it always smells shit. Clearly, they d they I want to hear some weird. I don't know. You're I think they'd rather listen to a description of another man eating another man's ass than li listening to the truth, right? <laughs> or anyone. I would. Any, I any would. <laughs> 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 
Don't you think the word queef should be onomatopoeic, Bags? Say that again? Don't you think the word queef should be onomatopoeic? Doesn't that mean that a queef would sound like, like, queef? Yeah, it should just sound like, it should just sound like, queef. Queef. No, but it doesn't. A queef doesn't sound like queef. A fart. Well, if you were to onomatopoeia a queef, that would be like a... Exactly, exactly, exactly. That's what we should just exchange that word for. It'd be tough to spell it. Yeah, I agree. I wonder what the etymology of the word queef is. You ever think about how much more words we'd have if we didn't have to spell them all? But we're not supposed to. There's some say that the truth of language is actually when it's pictorial, so that the the closest like language to truth would be, you know, the hieroglyphics or emojis. Emojis. Emojis work in all language. It's the same thing. Who was the kid the other day? Oh, you weren't there. It, I was on the bus, and these other skate the skateboard army was talking, and this kid was talking about like, oh, we don't have A B C D anymore. We have Square, triangle, rectangle, circle, because anybody can understand. I, I think he's talking about a video game controller. Maybe, but it was it was that it was universal. It's a language that's universal because everyone has a square and everyone knows what a triangle is, but not everybody knows what an A, B, C, or D is. And I was like, whoa! And then I was thinking of the same thing, is that em- emojis are a language that can transcend our individual languages. So you can send it's emojis. Tower of Babel. Right. Okay, I have the etymology of... because of the food. It dipped <laughs> until 1850. It had a hiccup and then it had a cough <laughs> in the uh, in the Does its usage, but where did it come from? Like, oh. so etymology is the derivation of the word. Word, so like. Well, well, well Mar- Martha Washington was well known for having a terrible queef. That's in the history books somewhere. That's a, that's a little side note. Maybe in italics. I would say that queef probably didn't come into existence until like 1920. The the origin it says on Google is 1990s, probably imitative. Huh. Imitative. What you're saying, onomatopoeia. But yeah, it doesn't sound like maybe maybe a queef is like a squeaky one, like queef, queef, queef. You say it like that, queef, 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 queef. Obsessed. <laughs> like maybe just there were smaller vaginas back then, and just the sound had to go through a smaller tube, well, so it just made a higher pitch. That like actually makes queef. sense because babies, people were smaller, so people I wonder if babies were smaller. Yeah. So people and malnourished because they were just eating. And corn and paste. they all the women were younger that were having. True. Smaller so vaginas, smaller, smaller queefs. Oh, no. <laughs> We're talking about above age, historically. Yeah, In this hypothetical world, well, I'm no, still... Well, no, I mean, they used to have... I mean, you could get married at 14, right? Or what's that? What was the, the age of consent in Oklahoma? You could get married at nine if your tits were big enough. <laughs> Not legally. <laughs> I mean, I guess... What do you mean legal? If we're going far back enough, like as far as back as marriage goes, like where one woman's locked to another man. Newborns get married, but then oh, they well don't. I guess well, they're promised, or they don't have yeah. sex with the newborns until they're like, uh, like toddlers at least. Stop it, Sam! Okay. Just spreading misinformation. Uh, Everything that comes from your etymology uh, of queef, a variant of Scottish and Northern English, quiff, <laughs> a puff of wind. That quiff, is that is onomatopoeic. Wind. Quiff yeah. is onomatopoeic. <laughs> <laughs> so now you have your answer. That's not even there's no but there's no separate there's no like 
os- there's no oscillation of the lips and quiff. It's just one r- exhale. It's just quiff, quiff. Okay, you, <laughs> you have you yeah. have your you answer. Have you you have your magical etymological <laughs> answer. We have ten minutes left. To if drop you hold down the, the F for a long time too, it's a really long quiff. Quiff. Jack Kerouac? As, as in, like, the... He doesn't the have the... He has to turn it on. The writer? Oh, no, Benny could hear him. Oh, you could hear him. Okay. Yeah, Kerouac the writer. Yeah. I can't hear you, but he said... Was he the, was he the acid trip guy? Like, the... the, the, the what do they call that group? No, it's okay. You just gotta get your mouth right in there. That's why we we gotta bring our own uh, mic condoms. Yeah. So. I have the curve. There we go. We have ten minutes left to drop the jewels. That might not be the best microphone. I don't know which one is out there. I can't tell. They've all been moved Yesterday around. Oh no! Now I can hear you. Now I can hear you. Yesterday was okay. I can hear you now. To run the jewels. <laughs> no, but I would share some chicken soup. Ja- what? What about chowder? With who? Anyone? I've I've been giving, I've been giving the questionably housed shorts on my cigarettes, but I'm not taking shorts from anybody else. Are you balancing the lip part like in a nice spot so that there's no ground touching? Or are you no, I when I'm walking down the street, I hand oh, them. Oh, you hand to them. Oh, that's a, that's so that's very nice of you. I don't drop them on the ground. I don't know, but <laughs> some if there's no one around and you're like, I'm not going to smoke this whole cigarette, but I don't well want to no, carry I it around until I can, you carry it around until you give it to someone. Well, no, people are constant. I oh live yeah, in the tenderloin. tenderloin. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> people are constantly asking me for my cigarettes, and so instead of giving, they say, Oh, you got an extra cigarette? And I'll say, You, you can have shorts. And they're like, Oh, thanks. And will they stick around and you'll smoke the cigarette and maybe talk to them for a little bit? It's not a good way to meet people. I'm busy. I'm walking to where I'm going. You don't need a cigarette to meet anyone. (laughs) That's That's true. true. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, we're definitely meeting our neighbors, friends and neighbors on the street. I've been feeling less questionably uh, housed people. Because they're getting... They're tucked away now. I think they're in shelters. They gave them uh, hotel rooms and shit. Think you know what? Honestly, I don't know. They could have taken him away to. Yeah, a lot of them have dogs. People have dogs. They can't take them places like that. So it's not fair. And animals of some kind. The street folk have dogs. Of course, yeah. Well, it's it's a it's a good form of protection if you live, you know, because no one's watching your shit. You either have like, and whenever the police come to try to clean you up, like maybe the police aren't cleaning up right now, which is nice. Maybe DPW is saying like, 
like, oh, this isn't a necessary thing to do. But, um, like, if you have your tent, you can't leave your tent during the day. Like, someone will take it away or go through and take your drugs or your meds or your clothes or whatever you have. Yeah. So if you, you know, have a dog, but then you'd have your dog with you. It's, I mean, I'm sure it's just very difficult to live on the street. I haven't known that. No, La Quinta um, takes dogs. Well, that's good. We'll have to make a public service. I think mean, I'd rather stay on the street than go to a La Quinta. <laughs> now sponsoring. <laughs> no, we're not sponsoring anything. Um, that's a terrible thing. Yeah, yeah, I know. No, I'm – so, you know, it's the end times, so I'm allowing us to maybe blow up some money. Have you – so with these street people, because there's apparently tons in San Francisco, have you actually ever met – like a like a like a homeless person out there who's like an ex Google engineer or something like that. Yeah. So I've really? been at Stanford. I haven't met him, but I, I know a guy who does this magazine where he takes pictures of homeless people and then he gets the proceeds and then reruns the magazine. And he interviews this guy. He's a Stanford graduate, but he lives on the street now. Bunch of acid. Oh, well th- I mean, like I mean, like not all. He, he sounds like a really intelligent. I'm sure many of them are. I have a buddy who's homeless right now, and he's addicted to heroin. And um, he was a—he has a chef degree, and he's a really funny stand-up comic. He's one of the—I think he's the funniest comic in San Francisco, honestly. But you know, he has a problem with heroin, and so it's really hard for him to maintain a residence. He lives where he can live. Right, well, because he was painting outside. He's also a painter. He's not just a stand-up comic. And so he'd, like, be outside and paint. But he wasn't a he wasn't a Google exec or anything. He wasn't like, you know, he traded his fortune to live on the street. Yeah, I know. Heroin's a hell of a drug. <laughs> it fucks you up. I know um, Berkeley students who constantly come out of there and go homeless. Oh. Because they're trying to make it where they graduated, right? But they don't want to go back home, you know, independence and all that. The American dream. And then live on the street with, sure. In a car, in the parking lot. Some people say that you can't be a real stand-up comic unless you've lived in your car for a while. Oh, Ooh, I've, I've done that. Yeah, that I one. believe that. Check yeah. that one off the I list. I had the nicest car for all my Oh, well, you had a <laughs> van. Yeah, van. you lived in the van. It was, it was luxurious. Luckily, it's pretty big. I live in a sports car. <laughs> it, why did you stop doing the van thing? I started taking too many shits because I, I had to eat more to supplement my calories that I burned. So just the shit for a year, and it was mostly From a toy. It, it Is that what you mean? It, yeah, uh, yeah. Because I'm a bike messenger. Are your legs just pistons right now? Back, back's fucked. But yes. Uh, yeah, I got I got some tunnels in there for sure. I got hit by a car. Did I ever tell you that? Yeah, you sent me pictures from the hospital. Oh so yeah, it was like yeah, day yeah. four of the oh, job. Oh, we corresponded right? throughout that. Oh, that's good to know that you were there for that. Yeah. 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 It was fucking. 
big hole in my leg. You made a big point the day before telling me how you were riding a fixie, no brakes, but all this stuff, and the next day you were pins and needles. Yep, yeah, that's pretty much how it went. But you didn't yeah. break anything, right? I didn't break anything, and I've only been hit by like a few more cars. <laughs> only a few cars. Just a few. Stuck them all. Do you get hit? Do you get hit more often? You think you went in another city just because the cars are more quiet out there? No, I don't really. Electric? I don't really come into contact with cars anymore. I've figured out a way to uh. avoid them, but uh. People? No, no, no. I've never hit a person. But yeah. sometimes I, I'll run into cars. That used to be my problem when I was first starting out. Because I'd look behind me in traffic to see if I was going somewhere and the person ahead of me would break. And then I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to slow down and stuff. So I'd just ram right into their back. And then keep, and then they would stop. And then I would pedal around them to like leave the scene. What I pretty much described a hit and run. But <laughs> no damage. Sorry. Yeah, no, stay away from all the damage. Uh, thanks for calling because we've got to wrap up this non-corona. Oops, I said it. Oh. It's fine. We made it this far. We made it this far. We the whole did point it. of the podcast was to not talk about it. We I know. We did good. it. We did yeah. a good job. We talked about anything but. Talked around it. Talked around That's it. good. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for calling thanks in. For calling thanks for in, calling Bags. And, uh, ha- yeah. I hope that you figure out what you want to do with your future. Oh, thank you. I'm gonna be out in San Francisco. Yeah, just make more than eighty thousand. You'll be fine. And yeah, (laughs) just pick up stand-up comedy. Yeah, yeah. I can make over eighty thousand doing that right off the bat, right? Yeah, easy. Stand-up comedy is easy. It's just you grin and you fail. (laughs) (laughs) You just have to like to do it. That's all. Thank you for calling. Bye. Say goodbye. Say goodbye to you. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. Coming up next is Pop Off. With Bear Tea, it's going to be a great show. We're going to head out of here. And But thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, we I was doing this instead of Bug House Square tonight because Sean is – he interacts with – I know it's the number one show on the station. Bug House listeners then. Uh, yeah. What's up, um, listeners? So I know, number one show on the station, Bug House Square. He doesn't feel comfortable coming in because he delivers food to an old person, and he doesn't want to – contaminate anyone or interact he's a good guy heroes we need right now yeah exactly so i'm like i don't see old people or children so we're running the station see you tomorrow for ultacast and some call me tim bye Here, here to let you know that the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th, 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in seven days all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm.
Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? Blah Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Blah Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, for you motorcycle lawyers. Victor Davis, Harris Law Firm, LLP, Bob Carmen Next Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 1969 gold Cadillac with the white Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. We watch the best movies that, uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch
What's happening? This is your boy Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. Here we ball. You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience, like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead tassels? Well, Now, if you go to joke workshops, there's more than two people paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dear, before they tell you how to get improvement. No way. What is this dag dabbit thing called? It's joke workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutiny Radio. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutiny Radio. Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counteroffer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counteroffer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counteroffer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counteroffer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counteroffer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of his great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counteroffer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Ben S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counteroffer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a paddle? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the internet ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Thank you. 
Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. clubhouse here on mutiny radio every friday from usually from eight to ten but tonight from eight to nine we've got a very special mutiny radio comedy festival 2020 show for you all yay clap it up for yourselves for being here for all the comedians you're gonna see from all over the amazing united states of america yay uh i'm your host pam benjamin how you doing Yay! This is day six, and I'm surprised I'm still alive. This is it's, it's a lot of it's, it's a lot of stuff. I'm like, oh, that's right. I write jokes, and then I do that too. I used to do that. Fun, good stuff. Uh, feminists in the house? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's the same way I feel about it. <laughs> still, you have to be a feminist. <laughs> I don't like to call myself a feminist. It's kind of a dirty word these days. It's kind of like it's a politicized dirty word. You know, I'd rather call myself a cunt face. It's more descriptive and accurate, you know, for what I'm doing. But I don't know what else to call myself. You know, language is political. Right? What do I what am I? I'm a female. Right? I'm a person. I'm a woman. We are all people. No, it's not spelled like that. But boys have a peephole, and girls have a vagina. So I have to call myself a feminist because it's the only word spelled without the word men in it. Spelling crowd? <laughs> I can spell. I must be a witch. I know how to read too. No! There is no men in feminism. Spell with an I. <laughs> feminism. I am a feminist. No, no one, no one can't. You can get out your phones and T9 it. I swear, <laughs> there's no men in feminism. It just sounds like there are. It just seems like it. Okay, it's fine. Th- but language is political. Like every month, women menstruate. Menstruate. It's the one thing you can literally never do when you put your name on it. And you think it's gross. Menstruate. When you have sex for the first time, what do you break? Hi, men. Hi, men. Hi. I can have sex with all of you now. Hi. 
Listen for business. We get the one feminine pronoun. What do we get? Herpes. You give us herpes. Yeah? The one I understand so much because I'm going through it right now is menopause. <laughs> Men are pausing on me. They're like, whoa, she is older than I thought. <laughs> that is, ooh. Oh, yeah. Knock, knock. Feminism. I can get my own fucking door, thanks. I think it's the precepts of feminism? I don't know. A lot of ladies in the 70s burned bought bras and read books so I can talk about my butthole on stage. Yeah. My butthole looks like someone threw a hand grenade into a deli. <laughs> Maybe. It's like a bunch of worms trying to escape a hungry robin. I am. I don't mean to talk so much about feminism. I don't want to be too heavy-handed, you know, as a feminist. But I love the term heavy-handed because that's you used to not beat your wife with a heavy hand because you wouldn't want to leave a mark. Am I right? Ha <laughs> ha! I love feminist things. I'm. I, I'm trying to believe in equality now. I don't know if you crowd this into equality. No. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Quality sucks. There's a really easy way to make equality happen right now, and that's PG-13 movies. Right right now in a PG-13 movie, if you cover up the nipple, you get to see 180% side boob. That's fine. Uh, you also get to see some butts, but not the whole. That's fine with me, too. What I say is I'd like to see some side scrotes. Mm -hmm. You might not be on board yet. Let's imagine together a Martin Scorsese film. The Sunset, Infinity Pool, Nicolas Cage is coming out of the pool. His long ball sack is deep in the water, right? And his, his dick is above the stairs, so we're not seeing any genitals, mind you. But what we get to see is his beautiful stained glass side scrote for equality, huh? I think the movie's called Raging Balls. I think it's the name of that Nick Cage movie. I just want to see like older actors get to come back, make a big comeback because of their long, saggy nutsack. Yes. Beautiful. Shorn, unshorn. I want to see it all for equality. <laughs> I'm excited about it too. Uh, any other any other crazy cat people? Yeah, 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 my cat, my cat people. <laughs> Bow to your alien overlords with one arm, <laughs> just like the Chinese. They know what's up. Come on now, cats are the best. I'm the crazy cat lady, but not in the way you think. I want to take my cat and I want to shave him. I want to knit a sweater out of his fur. Make him wear it. I'm crazy. I love cats. Meow, meow, meow. I was, I've been getting cat calls quite a bit. Live in the tenderloin. Cat calling is a thing. I, I don't even see it as cat calling anymore. I see it maybe more as complimenting. A gentleman yelled out to me on the street, girl, you've been living a long time to look 22. That's a compliment. I'm taking it. That is not catcalling. Another gentleman said, oh, you got a nice fit on today. Oh, I like that. I am fit. I'm wearing an outfit. That's a double entendre and cat complimenting. Thank you. That's good. I try not to wear skirts because a gentleman walked up to me and said, I like your skirt. Can I get under there and get a sniff? 
Oh, you've crossed the line, sir. That is catcalling. Also, like, why do you want to smell my boyfriend's cum? <laughs> that's weird, bro. That's, that's on you. Actually, it's all over me. That's the problem, you guys. I, I do understand catcalling now, though, because I, I have a kitten. I have a darling, sweet kitten. And I call her all the time. I go, new baby kitty, come here, baby kitty, mommy. New baby kitty, come here. And then she, like, runs the other direction, but she shows me her butthole. Mm. So I run up to her, I pick her up without consent, and I flip her over like a baby, and I kiss her on the mouth. So I understand catcalling. Like, I get it. I really get it. <laughs> Deep in my soul. All right, yay! That's been my time. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. Yay! Uh, we sing a little song before we start this. If you know it, sing along. Here we go. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse, comedy, comedy. Together we will bring our jokes up high. Hi, hi, hi! I need to get a vaporizer. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse. You want to come and tell me clubhouse? You're already here, you're trapped! Yay, thanks for being here. I'm super excited to bring up all of your awesome festival comedians. Your first festival comedian, put your hands together for the very funny Dax Thompson! First Wednesday live jazz, live DJ and Thursday. <laughs> I'm gonna keep moaning till I'm sad. Ah, okay. Uh, what's up? How are you guys doing? Do you guys feel good? Feeling? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, I like it. It was. Uh, it. I felt inspired by that. Uh, uh I found out. Uh, recently, I was. I was looking through some old baby photos, and uh, they were mine. By the way, I don't just peruse photos of babies. It's not my thing. I found out by looking at some old baby photos that my mom, when I was a toddler, put a rat tail on my head, which is, yeah, yeah, that's upsetting to find out. Because you never look at someone with a rat tail and think, like, that guy could do my taxes. But you have looked at someone with a rat tail and thought, that guy, he keeps all of his money in a shoebox, I feel like, under his van. Uh, yeah, because, like, you know how moms like to put, like, like cool punk moms like to put, like, mohawks on their toddlers, right? And they're like, look, he's a little punk rocker. My mom put a rat tail on my head and was like, look, he's a little junkyard salvager. Isn't that cute, huh? Yeah. Pick up some scrap metal, you little trash baby. Get out there. Don't touch him. He's got tetanus and rabies. Best friend's a raccoon. So anyways, he's a little wild child. It's fun. I say that because I have this working theory uh, with rat tails uh, that uh, people with them also own raccoons. I can't prove it. I just hope that I want to I do this joke one day and someone with a rat tail in the crowd is like, hey, man. That's accurate. And just pulls a raccoon out, and I'm like, yes, finally, <laughs> I've been proven correct. <laughs> cool. Uh, I also found out uh, looking through some old uh, some old photos of me that for my first day of school, like my introduction to uh, other kids, my mom sent me out the door uh, in suspenders and a bowl cut. Uh, that was my first look. Suspenders, yeah, suspenders and a bull cut. Just like a little message to the rest of the kids, like, just bully him. D don't even look anywhere else. It's going to be him. Uh, she dressed me like a middle-aged divorcee who cuts his own hair. And you know how sad that is to show up on your first day of school? Just like, oh, divorce is hard. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> All right. Mostly that joke's for myself because I just love doing that voice. <laughs> and every time I do that joke, the crowd's always like, please, please don't do that more. <laughs> so I'm going to move on. Uh, yeah, I also found some old footage of me, uh, uh, playing basketball for the first time, 
uh, which is also like pretty upsetting to look at, especially if you ask like, like any like guy, like average dude would probably assume he was a pretty good athlete as a kid. If you show any of them a tape of them running as a kid, they're like, ha fucking never mind, I guess. That's uh, just all elbows and hips, you know. Uh, footage of me playing basketball on my basketball team, I found out, and I didn't know this or I just didn't remember or I probably blacked it out, where uh, every time our team would score a point, I made the decision to cartwheel down the court. Uh, I was in the game, just mid-court, just cartwheeling, like, yay, points, Dad. And my dad's like, I got a theater kid, don't I? And I'm like, yes, <laughs> doing jazz hands. You know, it was it was cool to me. Um. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I am uh, I'm, I'm single, uh, which is fun. Uh, my last girlfriend uh, broke up with me in a park at night. I thought a little risky on her part. Um, you know, not that you know anything's gonna happen. It's just you never. <laughs> us men, right? Anyways, that's that's a cute, fun throwaway joke. <laughs> just a little cute joke you just throw out there, and you're like, "Ooh, we're dangerous." <laughs> just kidding. Um, I should probably get rid of that joke. <laughs> uh, cool. I think. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll do this uh, fun little thing. I um. In middle school, I was really into wrestling, like WCW. Anyone else? Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Super into wrestling. Uh, in eighth grade, me and my buddy, we would uh, pretend wrestle uh, with each other and stuffed animals. It wasn't weird. It was really cool. And uh, we would wrestle on, like, the trampoline. I remember once uh, his little brother wanted to, to wrestle with us. And, uh, you know, there's a little bit of, like, give and take with wrestling, right? Because, it's, you know, it's like a stage, it's theater. His his little brother put my head between his legs to power bomb me, but I was like, I'm not gonna get power bomb, no bitch. And I threw him back, and I bloodied his mouth, and then wrestling was done forever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a real bummer. But me and my friend, we would uh, we would like we really like to do it up, you know, because we were kids, we have imaginations, and we came up with our own wrestling uh, duo name. We called ourselves the Venom Bros. Right? That's not bad. You could see that. It's not that bad. We also had our own tagline. Because uh, you remember how, like, uh, Ric Flair had, like, woo, and The Rock was like, you smell this shit or whatever? I don't know. Uh, we had our own tagline as the Venom Bros, but it was way less intimidating. Our tagline as the Venom Bros was, Venom Bros. Which uh, is uh, doesn't make you the cool kid in middle school, but it's a great deterrent for bullies. Turns out no one wants to pick on the kid who licks other kids. This is a rule of school. I'm going to kick your ass. Win and wear, baby. They're like, never mind. You win everything. Anyways, that's my time. Thank you very much. Dash Thompson, everyone. Hooray. We have comics from all over the United States, and the next one is from Chicago. Clap your hands in a wild, clappy like motion for Aaron Atkins! Thank you very much. Hello, my name is Aaron. Um, I am from Chicago. Uh, I'm back in town for this festival, and we're down the street. I gotta get this off my chest because it's happened today. Has anyone here been to the coffee shop down the street? It's called Coffee Shop, right? That guy's a sociopath, huh? That guy's a fucking sociopath. First of all, because when I went first in there, he's like, hey, I'm going to talk to everybody. And then he fist me. Can I fist up you real quick? He goes like this. He goes, do this vertically like so. He goes like this. Hey. It's like half of my fist, right? And then he doesn't even acknowledge it. He's like, so what's up, bro? Are you vibing on anything? I was like, 
what the hell? Not buy a thing. And I get I my my friend in another comic here, Sam Carroll, got fucking um he got this drink called the Sherpa. It's like an iced coffee drink. They put like coffee smoked like ice cubes in it made out of coffee, right? It's like the big gimmick. So I'll get one of those. Uh, and I pay like eight dollars for it, first of all, which is a lot of fucking money for a cup of coffee. Even Elon Musk over here agrees with me. It was fucking a lot of money, man. And I swear to God, when he was making it, he puts the ice cubes in it and he goes, he's to his coworker, he goes, just put four. Probably enough. Probably enough? What the fuck? He was going to put five. I swear to God, he was going to put five. That's probably enough. What do you, he paid $8 in advance. Whatever. One of, the, one of those dollars was a tip, so I'm a bitch tax for that. It's a $7 cup of coffee. I misspoke. Sorry, I'm an angry little man. I <laughs> I have a lot of pent up anger. Uh, probably because I'm from here, and uh, my parents are vegans. That's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> um, yeah, that's why I look like how NPR sounds, right? Because um, I've grown up to be a thrift store mannequin in the flesh. <laughs> yeah, I'll get it out of the way. My parents did a seance on a New Yorker tote bag, and I was like, hey, fully grown. <laughs> Have you guys read David Sedaris? Great guy. <laughs> That's me, yeah. Having two vegan parents is like having two autistic parents, though, you know? Because even if you're not, like, you're still going to act like you are. You know? Like, when I was a kid, my favorite band was Podcast. So, yeah. I had a t-shirt. I had a This American Life t-shirt I wore to school every Thursday and Friday. Anybody else? Anybody else? I was the only one. Yeah, that keeps getting down. What else is fun about me? <laughs> Um, what else is cute and <laughs> quirky about my identity? Let's see, I'm also, I'm a queer man. Hell yeah. <laughs> At the record show, standing ovation. <laughs> um, actually, this is a part of the show I like to play a game with the audience called, um, Is It Gay Porn? Or Is It Kung Fu That I Slowed Down? So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a little clip, and I just want you to tell me, is this gay porn? Or is it just kung fu that I slowed down? So let me know. All right, gay porn or kung fu? Think kung fu? Kung fu? You're wrong. It's a straight guy deadlifting at the gym. So <laughs> you're <laughs> all wrong. <laughs> this man was being ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, this he's going to live on forever in a mediocre stand-up set. <laughs> Say hello to San Francisco, man. Yeah, I got, being queer and vegan, high school, sucked ass for me, you know. I think I think what also sucks is that, like, I'm not, like, queer enough for a lot of people. Like, I'm too straight, which is stupid that you can even do that. And also the people that accuse me of that are also these straight guys in, like, basketball shorts and a t-shirt that just says, like, gap on it, you know. And it's like, you're going to judge me over this. But, like... I think that's just stupid because, like, gay culture is, like, so huge, you know? Like, you could live, like, you grow up on one side of it and never see the other at all, right? Like, when I was a kid, I never, like, I never watched RuPaul's Drag Race. That wasn't, like, my gay TV. My gay TV was um, Anderson Cooper 360. So, right? I love a man that's, like, technically gay. That's what I, like a, like a Buttigieg kind of guy, right? Like, like, if he had a flow in the Pride Parade, it would just be, like, a gray Honda Civic, you know? Going to, like, softball practice. Yeah, well, like I said, high school still sucked ass for me. It's a very easy target, you know. Like I really did bring a tote bag to school. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I, Satan? 
I should read The Atlantic sometimes. I'm not such a stereotype. Uh, I honestly, I was pretty low on the social ladder. It was like me, the assistant principal was like one above me. And above us all was like the kid with the roller backpack, you know? He was like the cool kid in our friend group. And the kid that bullied me, I had a bowl cut at this time, by the way. Keep that in mind. I get that that's a large visualization. I had a bowl cut. Kids that bullied me were an anime club, which is ass. One of my bullies posted a video of himself on Facebook recently doing katana choreography to Evanescence. And every day that kid was like, faggot, why? <laughs> me? How? I was just like, you eat vegetables. What? <laughs> I was, uh, I guess. You know, I feel like when you live your whole life and you're just like kind of a dig, you know, people just like just dissing your identity. Like the, the, the only things that make up your very small existence as a high school student, you got two choices in life. Either you can be like a drug addict or you can be a comedian. And like now I'm a comedian, which is great. But for a while, not so much. I used to be very into drugs. Um, not like in a fun way. Not like in a Snoop Dogg way, like a Suge Knight kind of way. Like, I was very into pills and whatnot for most of my high school career. Uh, when I was 17, I got really into, really for a few months, heroin. Um, it was kind of heavy, right? And no one, when I said it, like, no one believed me. And I, and I get it. Like, I don't look like I was on heroin. I look like I was on glue. Um, <laughs> right? Yeah. Got, a, like, a Cory Monteith situation going on. But uh <laughs> when I first got to treatment, my, um, my first roommate was also a heroin addict. We got along got along great, you know, <laughs> like, he was, like, so wise, he was, like, he was, like, don't listen to these guys, Aaron, all right, you can do heroin and still live a perfectly good life, it's like, how, he's, like, just eat healthy, <laughs> exercise every day, only do, like, a little bit of heroin, my buddy lived for, like, two years, <laughs> and I was, like, well, then I'll be old enough to drink, right, <laughs> this is the heaviest note of all time, this is the heaviest <laughs> note of all time, is it freezing in here, Ooh, close the door, all right, what if I fine? I'll, I'll, t- I'll end on a, I'll end on a good happy joke. All right, this one's about Judaism. All right, <laughs> I love Jewish culture. All right, I love Jewish culture. Right? My roommate, he's from Tel Aviv, telling me all about just you know Tel Aviv, and I thought it was amazing. It's an unbelievable place, you know, like the people, the culture, the weather, these amazing things, and I, I couldn't I couldn't believe it, you know. Um, fortunately enough, I was able to take a vacation there last summer, and I remember just going through a walk in the park and thinking like, wow, this place is real. Israel, like Israel. Thank you very much. Very funny, very talented. Aaron Atkins, thank you. <laughs> Aaron Atkins, yay! He was talking about drugs there for a second. I have a pro tip to help everybody out. If you've been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers. No cocaine. You're welcome. <laughs> cool, not. Not the big, not the big drug. It's okay. I, I don't do it anymore. It's great in San Francisco. Uh, we're going into allergy season, and it's really fun because you can't tell who has allergies, and you know, we just had all the fun happen. All right, your next comedians, all the way from Santa Rosa, put your hands together for Franco Tavini. <laughs> yeah, keep it going for Pam, guys. Keep it going for. <coughs> How are we doing, Mutiny Radio? How are we doing tonight? Awesome. Very cool. You guys having a good 2020? Yeah? Very cool. Well, I'm having a pretty good 2020. It's been a kind of a weird year for me. Um, I had a pretty good, like, holiday season, you know, right before the new year. And then um, 
in 2020, my family decided that this year was going to be a perfect year uh, for them to stage an intervention for me. Yeah, I know. Um, apparently, uh, that's not the gift you keep telling giving, you know. Um, I, uh, I was kind of bombarded with it. They came at me, and they, they apparently they think that I have problems controlling my anger. I think I have problems managing my anger, which, you know, that's their opinion. You know, <laughs> that's, that's like, you know, I want to validate how they feel, you know what I mean? You just don't. I don't agree with them, you know, like I don't think uh, I don't think I rage like that. I just think that um, sometimes I sweat the small stuff. Yeah, I don't think that's unlike anybody else. Show of hands. Anybody else here ever get angry for seemingly no reason?